Good morning, Miller Agency. Welcome to another morning wake-up call. It is 0600 here in Katy, Texas. The sun is not even up yet. And we're out, we're walking, and we're talking this morning. We're having a conversation about being a person of your word. No introductions today. I want to jump right in because this content is extremely important for your mindset and really not just about your success here in your business, but also success in your life. You know, something we talk a lot about here at Symmetry is balance. Um, I don't think there's anybody in this organization anywhere from the owners down to the newest agent, if they're really thinking about it and understand it, there's not anybody that you're going to find that is just interested in you being amazing as an agency builder and owner and producer. That's not all they're interested in. They understand that when your life has balance, when you are doing great in your work, you'll be better at home. When you're taking care of your health, you'll be better with your kids. When you're better with your kids, you're going to be better in the other areas of your life. I mean, it's, you know, when you're taking care of your, the, the spiritual aspects of your life, you'll be better everywhere in your life. It's balance. It's symmetry. And so we understand that it's really a, a focus, a passion, if you will, kind of an obsession, frankly, that we want to make sure that what we give you is, yes, A, going to help you go out, protect a lot more families, help you go out, build a robust agency. But we also want it, these, these concepts are so universally applicable that they're going to help you in your health, your wellness, your spirit, your family, your friendships, your community, your life. And that's why this topic of being a person of your word could not be more universally applicable. I'm going to share a couple stories with you to, to kind of set, some, set the table and give you some examples of why this is so important. Most people would say to me, they'd say, well, Gary, I'm a, I'm a person of my word. I do what I say I'm going to do. And I think most of us, when we say that, I think we mean it. And I think we mean it sincerely because it's what we want to be. But the reality is it's often not true upon further examination. And so I'm just going to assume that everybody on this call right now is perfect and has absolutely been a person of their word for all their entire lives. But I haven't been. I haven't always been a person of my word. And let me tell you some areas where I haven't been. And maybe, maybe you can relate. Maybe as you hear mine you might scan the portals of your past, maybe even scanning the rooms of your present, and you might find, whoa, I do that too. I'm not a person of my word there. I can tell you that um, over the years, I've probably said to my wife no less than 20 times, you know what, honey? I'm going to clean up my diet. I'm going to clean this up and get it straight. I need to drop about 20 pounds. I'm gonna, we're going to make this happen. I'm going to do this. And, and I'll wake up on Monday morning and I start tracking my meals. And I'm 
I'm doing the right thing and I do it on Tuesday and I do it on Wednesday and then Thursday comes around and man, I'm, I've had a stressful day. There's a lot going on. And I decided, well, you know, one little trip to Whataburger for lunch isn't going to hurt anything. So I go and I have the burger at Whataburger. Now, Whataburger is awesome. Not shouting down Whataburger. But the point is, as I said, I was going to do one thing. I'm not going to eat out for 90 days. We'll stay focused. And Thursday, well, you know, it's no big deal. I wasn't a person of my word. I remember back when P90X was all the rage. Y'all remember P90X? That's a great program. Still great. Like, if you do P90X right now, you're going to get super fit, right? But I remember Crystal and I started P90X at least four times back in the day. The furthest we got was about day 60-ish. Okay, it was a 90-day program, hence the name, but... We got to about day 60-ish once, about day 40-ish the second time. Didn't make it a month one time, but we had looked at each other and said, you know, when we bought it, tell you what, we're going to go through this thing and see what things look like at the end of 90 days. It's going to be awesome. We're excited. Woo! Didn't make it through. Little compromises. Slept in one day. Hit snooze the next day. I'll get to it tomorrow. Never finished wasn't a person of our word, either one of us in that case. I remember when I first started here at Cemetery. I remember going out to the Know Your Combination tool. I remember seeing it. I remember running the numbers. And I remember my, my mentor at the time said to me, well, can I, are, are, can I hold you accountable to these numbers that you're going to, that these are the numbers you want. They're important to you. And I said, yes. And I said, I'm going to get on the phone exactly as it's scheduled out. It says, get on the phone on Friday evening, finish your dials on Saturday. It's exactly what I'm going to do. Well, I got on the phone on Friday, but I didn't do the right amount of dials. I didn't do the amount that I said I was going to. And I didn't call at all on Saturday because I was a little beat up from the experience on Friday because it was all new and I was uncomfortable. And I I reverted back to my other businesses that I was still running because it was easier And I did that for almost six months, six months, six months where I said, nope, it's important. Yeah, I know. And I'm going to do this and I'm here and let's rock this thing. And then I would not, I wasn't a person of my word, said I was going to do the dials. I didn't said I was going to be, uh, there was a, there was a local event down in Austin, a leadership conference. Brad, Matt, a bunch of other people were going to be there. Austin is two and a half hours away. I said I was going to be there. Didn't go. Wasn't a person of my word. Some people, some people think that all these things, they'll often say, well, the reason I didn't do what I said I was going to do is, and then it's dot, 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 fill it in. <clears throat> My friend Mike Vardy, he has a website called The Productivityist. He is a productivity expert, easily one of my smartest friends. I would encourage you to follow him on Facebook and Twitter. His blog is spectacular, tons of free content about being more productive. But he calls this 
that dot, dot, dot. I would have done it, but, and we put in the thing. He's from Canada. I love his expression. He calls it crap rationalizing. And we start to crap rationalize. And if you're really good and you've been a serial non-person of your word, if you've been somebody that has habitually been someone that's not a person of your word, then you have a special acumen for creating amazingly creative and convincing crap rationalizations. You will, you will weave stories and elements and stuff, and it is just amazing. And you can, you've sold yourself, and you'll sell people around you a lot of the time. I certainly did. Let me give you a couple of examples of things I've seen inside of our business. Maybe some of you can relate to some of these. I've had people say to me things like, Gary, I'm going to get on the phone exactly as we scheduled on Friday. I'm going to do the dials. I'm ready to go. I'm so excited. And by the way, I love excitement. If we're not excited about what we're doing, we won't get up in the morning. I'll tell you how you know you're not excited about your life. You hit snooze. <laughs> if you've got a vision and something big you're working on, you're excited, you pop up out of the bed half the time before the alarm even goes off. Your mind's already going. I'm excited. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do the dials. And the requisite amount of dials, let's say for that day, let's say they were shooting for 100 dials on Friday. Okay. I text and check in about 30 minutes into their dial session. How's it going? Get the text back. Well, it's going okay. Um... This is going a little slower than I thought. Okay. I text back, keep it up, keep going. You got this. Follow up at the 60 minute mark. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, just taking a little bit of a break. You know, it's kind of, you know, I didn't get a lot of, haven't set an appointment yet. And going kind of slow. And I respond back, well, hey, how many dollars have you done? Um, well, I've done about 10. Whoa, okay. Yeah, that is going a little bit slower. Okay, well, great. You know, take five minutes, jump back on the phone. Text back. Well, you know, I just, I'm going to kind of get sorted, get organized here, and, you know, think about what's going on. And then there it comes. Well, I got to go see my thing. I got to go pick up my kid. Got to do another thing and another thing and another thing. There's the crap rationalizing. And there is someone who didn't keep their word. I've had people say to me, many times, by the way, this is, these are not isolated cases. These are many, many times. Gary, yep, I'm, uh, I'm going to get my uh, course done by X. I'm going to finish my licensing course by X date. Okay, great. I got it down on the calendar. I text and I check in. Hey, how's it going? When's your test date booked? Well, it's not, not booked yet. Oh, well, I, I just have down on the, day, the calendar here, you told me that it was going to be done by, you know, Wednesday. Yeah, you know, I got a thing and a thing and a thing and a thing. There's always a thing. Person's not being a person of their word. 
We live in a culture where this is arguably the norm. It's normal for people to not really be people of their word. We live in a social media speedy, click, drag, and post, scroll, you know, world where no one's really all the way paying attention to anything at any point in time. So it's very easy for you to coast through life with mediocrity and never have anybody really pay enough attention to notice, much less call you on it. But let me tell you about this particular organization here at the Miller Agency and kind of the larger picture that you're part of here. Tell you what my goal is when I wake up in the morning. I want to help as many people as I can to become the best version of themselves so that they can win in life and in their business. That's my goal. And so every conversation, every email, every text, Every interaction I have, whether it's with someone on their very first interview or someone that's going for their first dials or someone that's out in the field, that's my goal. It's the front of my mind. How to help someone become the best version of themselves. The best version of themselves so that they can, in fact, have massive breakthroughs, get massive results in their life and in their business. And so... Part of the way that we do that here is a culture of hyper-accountability. say hyper-accountability. Sounds like, like micromanaging. Oh, no. No, no, I can promise you that uh, I'm too busy to micromanage anybody. <laughs> I gave that up when I gave up the, the regular salary life. Um, I, I, I got way too much going on for to hover you. When I talk about hyper-accountability, all that simply means is if you say something to me, you make a commitment to me, you make a commitment to the team, you make a commitment to your accountability partners, you know, whatever it is, if you say, this is what I'm doing, we're going to believe you. And not only are we going to believe you, we're going to believe you so much that we're going to expect you to do it. We're going to expect you to do it. And if you don't do it, we're going to ask you why. We're going to ask you, hey, did, did you mean that when you said you wanted to make $3,000 last month part-time? Did you mean that when you said you wanted to get your license so you could change your life? Did you mean it when you said you were committed to this process because it didn't happen this week? What's going on? Why? Because the front part of our mission is we want to help you. And part of helping you and part of how I get helped by my mentors is good mentorship will help you identify the truth and help you in turn get out of your own way to solve your problems. The biggest obstacle, if you haven't realized this yet, in all of your life, it's not your bill, it's not the creditor, it's not the lead, it's not the spouse, it's not the past, it's not your future, it's not the government, it's not the economy... It's you. The biggest person, the biggest obstacle you have is conquering yourself. Good mentorship, good accountability helps you to do that faster. Because you can't see often where you are even not being a person of your word. You can't see where you are crap rationalizing. You often cannot see 
where you are missing. It's just, it's not even on your radar. That's why you do need a culture of accountability. That's why I need one. That's why I need people holding me accountable. Because I want to make sure that I'm not missing something. That, that, that because they're, they're standing on the outside. They're not in my, they're not in my soup, right? They're not standing in, in the financial challenge or they're not standing in the emotional challenge. They're not standing, you know, whatever it is with each one of us. They're not standing in that. They're objectively stepping back, looking at it, and they can see things happening that maybe I don't see. I think great accountability is simply a lesson in awareness. So when we look at the numbers or we look at your commitments and and we say, hey, let me make you aware of something you may not see. And then if you can see it, then you can deal with it. Now you gotta be willing to deal with it. And you also gotta be willing to see it. But once you are, man, you can change your life so fast. There's a couple ways to get the wisdom that you need. You can go out and make a bunch of mistakes. That's painful. That's painful. Experience is often a painful advisor. Necessary, sure, but often painful. One of the things you can do to make your experiences less painful is by having mentors that are helping you that have already been where you are going, been where you are. And they can say to you, hey, Fix this, don't do that, focus here. Mentorship saves pain. Mentorship saves pain. So I just wanna leave you with an idea, and it's so simple. It's Thursday, it's about, I don't know, 6.15 now I guess, we've been on the line here for 15 minutes, almost 6.20. Here's what I want you to commit to today. It costs you nothing, it's free. It's just a quality decision that you're going to make. For today, you're going to 100% be a person of your word. Today, you're going to be a person of your word. If you tell somebody you're going to call them back, you're going to call them back. If you tell somebody that you'll be there at a certain time, be there at a certain time. You could be meeting a friend for lunch and you say, we're meeting at 12. And if you show up at 12.05, friends, you're not a person of your word. Be a person of your word in everything you do today. For today. I'll share a funny story with you and I'll let you go. I worked with a client two weeks ago. Potential client, still not on the books yet. And frankly, probably won't. He had a very um, complicated case that because he had waited so long, he was, he was older, older gentleman with a myriad of health issues. He can get insurance, but it's, it's going to cost him. And we had, we had talked and I had closed down the, the conversation because it was a no-sale sit on the complete other side of the world. Um, no business working over that area. I don't know why I did that, but anyway, so I finished the, uh, the, the chat and he asked me, um, to put together what we had talked about just in a little kind of summary document, like a single page document so he could discuss it 
with his son, who was going to be in charge of his estate. Now, I want you to understand something. I, I don't have time to get into this here. But that, that is a, a, a glowing sign of a, of a no-sale. It's a push-off. Um, good morning. You know, these are generally ones that closes. I say generally, there are some exceptions, but if you're not getting the deal done on that one sit for a regular case, I'm not talking about annuities, rollovers, or advanced markets, but for a, sim- uh, a simple case, either mortgage protection, final expense, you know, if you don't get it done in the one sit, you're probably not getting it done. So the whole send me information thing so I could talk about it with the blah, 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 it's not, <laughs> I, I expect nothing to happen from that. But here's what I did. I said, okay, yep, sure, no problem. Let me confirm your email address and I'll send it to you. And I drove back home the long way. And by the way, this person had no-showed me the first time. I'd invested, what, two and a half hours total round trip the first time, only for him to no-show me. The second time, it's a no-sale because it turns out he had about three other significant health things going on that he didn't tell me about on the phone. <laughs> and so it was kind of a frustrating deal. and I frankly wasted a bunch of time on it. But, and the last thing, let me throw it in there. The last thing I wanted to do was spend even 10 more minutes throwing these numbers together in an email for it. It was literally the last thing I wanted to do. But I said, as I was crossing the threshold of his door, his name was Bart. I said, Bart, I'll get it to you. And I knew I had a strong suspicion this thing ain't going anywhere. Not because I'm Debbie Downer. I, I'm, I'm a realist when it comes to, I understood the trajectory. This was really an economics discussion for him and his family. And I get it. I get it. I understood. I think Bart was a nice guy. I think Bart was an honest guy. But I, this, this whole additional step was really, frankly, unnecessary. But there's about a one in, you know, 50 shot. They may still give me a call. Great. But... I tell you, I didn't want to sit down and after all that driving and everything else, once I got home and send that thing out, I didn't, I had no interest in that. But when I crossed the threshold of his door, as I was leaving, walking out to my car, I said, Bart, I'll take care of it. I'll send it to you. And so I had to decide right there when no one's looking, I'm going to be a person of my word. You know, if I didn't send Bart those numbers, nobody would know, but me and Bart, Bart's probably already forgotten about it long before I sent him the numbers because he knows he's just not going to do it. But I know. How you do anything is how you do everything. Being a person of your word is about integrity. It's about doing the right thing even when no one is looking. No one was looking at me all alone in my office, opening up Gmail and typing that up for him. No one's going to send me a, 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 no one's going to throw me a parade. No one's going to go, yay, Gary, you're such a good guy. No, but I know. How you do anything is how you do everything. I know that if I'm right there, if I do the right thing there, I'm developing a habit of doing the right thing everywhere. And say it's always going to work out in my favor. In that case, I highly doubt that deal will work out in my favor. But I did the right thing. I'm a person of my word. People can no-show, people cannot go. You can have huge weeks, you can have a rough week. There's a lot of things that 
that life can mess you up on and can give you all kinds of challenges and issues. The one thing nobody can take away from you is your integrity. They can't take away the fact that, you know what? I did exactly what I said I was gonna do. I did it exactly. Especially when and if that there's good morning, that there's no fanfare. You know, you guys don't have a lot. There's no one walking around morning. Um, there's, not, there's not people that are waiting to cheer you on and you won't even see a result from it necessarily, but you're doing the right thing. You did what you said you were gonna do. It took me months to understand something Brad does on Friday calls. He, he talks about commitments. Did you keep your commitments? And you'll notice that he never, his, his, his emphasis on commitments is not how much APV you wrote. In other words, it's not on the result. He wants to know if you kept the commitments of the activity that you said you were going to do. <laughs> That's what he wants to know. I just want to know if you kept your commitments. I don't care what happened on the phone. All kinds of crazy things could happen on the phone. You had a great week on the field, dude. We're going to celebrate it. If it was a rough, real, rough week, cool. Did you do the activity? And he taught me this. It took me a long time to understand it, embrace it, and fully get it. But now I do. My question to you will always, you'll never hear me say first, how many appointments did you set today in a dialogue session? You will never hear me say that as the first thing. Never going to happen. What you will hear me say is, hey, how many dials did you do? In other words, because I know what your dial number is, I just want to see if you hit the number that you had set. Not that I'd set or Brad had set or anybody said. Good morning. But that you said. Did you hit your number? That's all I want to know. And then, okay, yeah, cool. How many appointments came out? It's always secondary to me. When you go out into the field and you check in with me, the first question I'm going to say, you'll never hear me say, did you make a sale? Never the first thing that comes out of my mouth. Here's what you'll hear first. Hey, did you go? Did you knock the door? And did you give a full presentation? Well, yeah, Gary, I did that, you know, three times tonight. Wow. You are awesome. What a success. That is fantastic. Great job. Because that's your job. Get out of your car, have the courage to go knock the door, walk inside and give that full presentation. If you guys do that, good morning. If you guys do that, you've already succeeded. Like I am all in times 10 for you. And then yes, then we can get to the secondary stuff. All right, tell me how each one went. Because I, I know that if you do enough of those, if you enough times get out of your car, knock the door, walk inside, give a full presentation, you do it enough, you're going to start getting good at it. <laughs> With a little bit of coaching, you'll get great at it. And the results will come. I just want to make sure I'm checking in. Did you do what you say you were going to do? You shared your calendar with me. It said Monday. And you said, hey, I've got three appointments that I'm going to today. Did you go, knock the door, sit down, and give a full presentation? That's what I want to know. If you say yes, man, you are the best agent in the business right now because you are a person of your word. Extend this also out to the rest of your life, friends. I gave you a couple of examples. Say you're gonna be at lunch, be there. 
If you tell your spouse that you're going to help out with the dishes, then help out with the dishes. Be a person of your word. Tell a family member, I'm going to call and check up on you this weekend. Well, you better call this weekend. Be a person of your word. You tell the creditor, I'm going to, I'm going to make that payment this week. You better make the payment this week. You're a person of your word. You'll change your life, all of your life. Not just symmetry, all of your life. And in symmetry, it will serve you incredibly well if you will just say, you know what? I'm making a quality decision to be a person of my word. And I understand that I'm in a culture now. I'm in a culture now, and listen, guys, I don't hide this. I'm in a culture now that if I say something, everyone's going to believe it. If I say that I'm going to write X amount of, I'm going to set X amount of appointments next week, or I'm going to do X amount of dials, this culture is going to believe me. And if I don't, they're going to ask me why. I'm in a culture now that is going to hold me accountable. Why? Because they want me to become the best version of myself so I can achieve the best results in my life and business. And you won't do that by yourself. I tried for the first six months, friends. Horrible idea. But oh, I don't need anybody holding me accountable. I don't need anybody doing this. I've been hugely successful in this other business. I don't need this stuff. Oh, friend, friend, friend. <laughs> I need it more than anybody. You need it more too. Incredible, right? We need it. Embrace that. The people that are holding you accountable are doing it because they want you to win. They're vested in your success. There's a culture of generosity and symmetry unlike anything I've ever seen anywhere. Anywhere. Leaders just selflessly giving all over the place. Mentorship calls or, or training or whatever, just everywhere. Tech support, calling in the, in the field, getting a, getting a pump up, you know. Um, <laughs> you name it. Just an unbelievable culture of giving. And we just embrace that here. And we just want to give you everything we can give you to help you get where you want to go. You know, the first thing Crystal and I talk about when we look at the agents on the board, either those that are going into the field or those that are starting licensing or those that are in the interview process, we have a, the biggest column on the tracking is a personal one for us. What does this agent want? Where do they want to go? And we look at each other and we go, how can we help them get there? How can we help them get there? Because we believe what Zig Ziglar said. We've been believing this for years. We can help enough people get what they want. We can have everything in life we want. But we're focused on you. And part of that is, you, know, you tell us what that vision is, what you want. Whether it's where you want to live, what you want to drive, the debts you want to pay off, the impacts you want to make, you tell us that. Dude, we take it seriously. We're going, okay, they, whoa. That's what they want to do? All right, mission on. Got it. And we are locked in to help you get there. But, but one of the key, key elements of the fuel in your car to, to go do this thing, to drive where you want to go in your life, to use a simple analogy, is being a person of your word. Being a person of integrity. I hope you take that challenge today. Today, I will be a person of my word. Renew that commitment every day. You know, the Bible says to renew your mind. You have to renew your mind daily with that commitment. I'm going to be a person of my word.
every day, every day. I'll be a person of my word today. It won't always be easy, it won't always be fun. But how I do anything is how I do everything. And you'll change your life. I'll see you next time, friends.